Welcome to Oh Brother, a podcast of three brothers trying to figure it all out with your hosts, Brandon, Colin, and Aaron. On this week's show, Sandwich Eggs. Hello. Ahoy. <laughs> Hello. Oh, no. Yeah. Hello. How's it going? Uh-oh. Colin can't hear me. Hmm. Well, this is fun. Um, literally cannot hear. Keep talking. Yes, ah, I am still here. Ah, it's you. It is I. You, you are here. It's so wonderful. Okay. Yes. I have, Indeed. I have, I have two of the most precious children in the whole world. Hi, kids. Sometimes, sometimes they play in the office. And this does mean that from time to time, buttons get touched. Oh, no, not buttons. And daddy has to reset everything. (laughs) 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 So we are, we are, we're doing well. We're well. Yeah. Good. You should probably take once every, all the buttons are set and all the dials are turned. You ought probably take a picture of what they're supposed to be like. Oh, so that yeah. like before you start, you can just like reference be like, has a child touched these? Why? Yes, they have. Oh no. <laughs> that part of my, part of my pre-flight checklist. Yeah, for sure. Cause yeah. especially the, the, uh, the gain here. I don't, I've got a little gain knobby do and I don't, Oh it's, yeah. It's weird. So definitely that one. Yeah, Make definitely, <laughs> definitely check out that one. That's a, that's I a rough one. I didn't get to it before I had to record uh, the other, another for the other podcast. And like my levels were like all over the place. And I was like, I have <laughs> oh, to no. get this done in like 20 minutes. So it was like <laughs> rapid fire. I was like, you and like mic tech, I was like distancing from the mic and changing position just to get it approximately to like sounding somewhat <laughs> okay. Oh, oh, yeah. oh no. It was, it was, you know, it was the adventures. It's so much fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, we're but we're good. We're like hoo, hoorah, good to go. Hooray. So yeah, and uh, recording <laughs> back in the the studio this time. So hopefully it sounds a lot better. Uh, other than the weird like <laughs> cavern that I was in last time. <laughs> There's not intense low clouds, so maybe my internet might be better. Knock on wood. Hopefully uh, that's uh, going to okay. be a thing. I think that was a problem last time. Mm. It's like it was so densely cloudy last week and we have like wireless like internet or whatever so i think it was yeah yeah <laughs> no low <clears throat> cloud coverage ah that's part yeah. of your pre-fight pre pre-flight checklist that is to check the cloud cover yeah but i could do anything about it like <laughs> go go away <laughs> could turn on your fan you know yeah it's probably not how i don't think that's how that works um <clears throat> It's, you know, it's plain. It's true. So. <sighs> but. Well, good. Airman, what are you? What are you? What are you up to? Oh, just got done game planning. Had dinner. Cleaned a little bit. Uh, we got a pretty big football game tomorrow. So just kind of getting getting settled up for that. Uh, 
And then next week, if we win next week, we'll be in the playoffs, which will be the first time in a while for, for my school. So kind of, kind of an important next few games. Um, Obviously all due to your assistant coaching abilities. So uh, good job. Yeah, good job. Yeah, that's uh, I'll, I'll take that. Um, I mean, <laughs> this is what we can conclude. They <laughs> haven't been this good in a while. Yeah. This is your first time there. Clearly, it's your. Clearly, it's because of you. Hear, hearing some of the kids talk about some of the things the coaches did last year, I was like, "What have these guys ever coached before?" So it, it's it's these kids have never had like true coaching. So that's it's kind of nice to to feel that. Um, nice. But no, spend spend some time cleaning up the baseball and softball field, getting ready for that after basketball season. Um, last week went to. Did we go anywhere Saturday? Uh, went went and watched a uh, Halloween. Um, oh, the new Michael Myers movie, the Halloween seventy five, Halloween Evil or something. Um, I don't remember. Yes, Michael Myers is is pretty dope. Um, the rest of the cast is not. Um, it's oh, no. jumbled. It is a jumbled mess of like, like I get horror movie tropes, but this like. Oh my gosh, we need to find him. Evil must die tonight. I must go in alone. Why? So <laughs> true. There, there was there was a lot of that. Um, but Michael Myers was him himself as a murderer. Um, it's been a while since I've actually seen one of his movies, and just getting a chance to see like how he did things, like the way some people like died. It's like oh, like it's not scary by any means. It's just more like ah, that's a. A little bit more gruesome than anticipated, but I, um, I want to go see Dune, the new movie, which oh, yeah, uh, which we were going to go see Saturday, but we were going to go to OSU's homecoming Saturday, um, because my friend who is the assistant coach at, at the same school, well, we we became friends, um, we 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 teach and coach at the same school, uh, his family are all big time coaches in like the Tulsa area. And so they have to hook up with some box suites at OSU. And they're like, Oh, we can't go. Do you guys want them? And he's and him and his wife are like, yes. Oh, let's invite uh, Aaron and Shelby. So we are going to OSU's homecoming Saturday. <laughs> yeah. So of course Aaron's like, Oh no. Well, oh dear. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> so we're going to go and sit in the box suites with an all you can eat buffet. And yeah, I haven't been to OS like to any like a legit OSU homecoming in a long time because the last several when I was there, I had to work. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, being a bartender and or cheese fry runner at Esmojo's, um, <laughs> shout out. And so I was like, you know, I haven't been to like an OSU game since I left, or since since like I was in school, and then I just never went back to game. So this will be perfect. So that's what we'll be doing Saturday. And when you when you texted me texted yesterday, it's like. Oh, will Saturday work? I was like, no, no, it cannot. No, 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 no. I'm not missing box weights. So. Gonna be yelling at people wearing orange. Rah, rah, yeah. rah. So that's, that's what I'm doing. Nice Saturday. Um, yeah, it's it's been it's been a very easy week school wise because we had a test. Um, but then like half my kids were not half, but like a good chunk of them had to be like quarantined, and so I was like. 
well, I got to grade these. You guys just want to watch movies until I get them done graded. So we watched Halloween themed films. And then tomorrow we're going to do like a Halloween themed lesson talking about like cryptids and cryptozoology and folklore and there stuff like go. that. Since Spook- I am doing U.S. history and geography. So kind of there you go. Perfect. Um, yeah. Spooky so- Oklahoma. Boom. Mm-hmm. Hey, we have the uh, the Lake Tin Killer Octopus. Uh, and the, and the excuse me. I don't. Now we've done is we've done a podcast episode about cryptozoology. Yes. I believe it was uh, one year ago, um, last Halloween. <laughs> yeah. And do this I have the, a? This is ahead. the first time I am hearing about an octopus oh, killer. You have a killer on. octopus? What? No, 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 no. This is new. New information has come oh. to light. Really <laughs> 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 oh. should come to light, man. So it's so it's it's the Oklahoma octopus and in several lakes in Oklahoma, which are all man-made, by the way, um, in, in particularly yeah. there's a lake <laughs> called out. Lake just in Lake Ten Killer. Um, that is the name Lake Wait, Ten Killer. Ten Killer. Um, is it, can we no, get sorry? Is it ten or ten? Ten. T E N Killer. That's ten. so. Okay. Can we get? We need a. I want to know why it's called Tin Killer. Tin What's happened my, here? Is this my class? Is this my class? I'm sorry. You're being really rude in my class. The principal <laughs> will see you. So, Lake Tin Killer, um, there is a reported sightings of octopus and people emerging from the water with tentacle like um, suction rings on their legs, indicating that there is some sort of octopus or octopi critter. In uh, some boy, um, in some of these aquatic regions in Oklahoma, um, it's kind of like the thing where there was um, like uh, piranha in Lake of the Ozark. You remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's kind of one of those things where it's like, like, eh, it's possible, but there's salt water, so. Um, but yes, in in Anne Lake somewhere, um, the most northern no, no, known as um, Lake Tin Killer, um, there is an octopus creature. Ooh, cryptid wiki. Hold on here. Yeah, here we go. Lake yeah, Tin Killer that. octopus. Hey. I was I was very distracted by why is it called Lake Tin Killer? Okay, what has happened out? here? No, no, I have not. No, the Tin uh, Killer, the Tin Killer family was were prominent Cherokees who owned the land and ferry that were bought for the project. Ah, okay. So it was named after them because they uh, gave they bought they, they had the land there at the ferry. Oh, so, yeah. so there. So it's it's Lake Thunderbird. Uligal Lake, which is actually right down the road from where I live, and then Lake Tinkiller, where it attacks and kills unsuspecting swimmers. There is no, there is no existing footage of it. Evidence, uh, yes. Uh, explanations, habitat description, diet controversy, and popular media. So yes, <laughs> there is an eight-legged, armed, armed critter. In yes, so um, I'm going to talk about the kids talk to some of the kids about stuff like that and kind of understanding the difference like of history of like folklore and how it's like kind of in mainstream um mostly just kind of for like a little fun lesson uh because some of these kids have never heard of anything like this so that's what i plan on doing and then friday football game and then boom uh homecoming and then film on sunday and possibly mowing if it stops raining 
Interesting. So I am, I am <clears throat> apparently. Okay, never mind. I was reading about something else. So yeah, I'm, I don't know. I don't think I'm skeptical of octopus, cephalopods, and freshwater. Perhaps lamprey. Yeah, those can be in freshwater. You could do the freshwater lamprey. Yeah, and they have. Hold on. They have like lamprey looks like. They're like weird eels that have round, circular disc suckers on their face. Yep. Uh, So they would leave a similar wound on that. But also also extra creepy (laughs) and slimy. Gross. So, not, not less terrifying, really. Yeah. Excellent. There are there are freshwater lamprey. I yeah, but they're in the uh, they're in the Great Lakes. There's only yeah, they're like yeah, Great Lakes and in like the Northeast, I think. Right? Yeah. But maybe, maybe. someone threw some in a lake <laughs> in Oklahoma. It's happened before. It's, it happens <laughs> all the time. As we that's know. true. Does it? all the time that's why there's it does happen all the time that's why there's snakeheads in like minnesota or whatever like yeah and in like uh the dc area like oh here's just snakeheads fish everywhere eating everything well literally yeah. inside in missouri too actually come to think of it mm-hmm. i believe there are snakeheads in missouri yes true true there you go yeah <clears throat> not definitely not native fish no. species. No. <laughs> Uh, we'll back up slightly just because uh, it is topical for the spooky season but I would uh, like to agree with Aaron that like uh, back to the Halloween conversation right like I have not seen a Halloween movie in like a long time I've seen the first like couple and then I got bored not really a slasher movie enthusiast you know i feel like as far as like scary movies they're the worst in my opinion (laughs) right because just like and this guy gets stabbed okay (laughs) i think there's some other i don't know i've seen more interesting ones i just never was a big fan of like the slashery kind of genre just in general I don't know. Colin, do you have opinions on slasher movies? Yeah, I uh I I too have not seen uh Halloween like a true Halloween film in a very long time. Maybe that should be a challenge for us. Um eh. <laughs> <laughs> watch all the Mike Meyer Halloween films back to There's back. like 20. I know. <laughs> Think how much content we'll have. No, we'd like after oh, the my first goodness. one we'd be like, well, anyway. Um <laughs> <laughs> No, I yeah, I'm not a big fan of the slasher either because a like the jump scares cuz that's to me like a slasher film is based almost purely on jump scares and it just loses it after a while because it's so not real and it, i get really to- taken out of the film very easily in those slasher kind of films because i don't know it's like i'm like okay if you really wanted to like freak me out like I- i'd go watch a a, a a a real murder mystery or something <clears throat> because everything that happens like aaron said of like 
oh no, murder on the loose. I'll go check that out all by myself. It's like, no, A, you wouldn't do that. And B, nobody murders people in this way. So it's just completely ridiculous. And I'm not scared. And I get bored. So I move on to other things. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's fair. I feel the same way. Um, yeah, I just never... I mean, there's some that are kind of... I don't know. Like for... I don't know. I feel like also it's a genre, in my opinion, that has been really overdone. <clears throat> And there are like obviously a couple movies that stand out as like pretty good, but they're kind of like the pioneering ones, right? Like the first Halloween, you know, like the first Friday the 13th, you know? Yeah. Like, those movies are pretty cool. They stand up pretty well, I would say. <clears throat> uh, even now, you know, these are movies from made in the 80s, right? But like, or maybe even earlier, I think in the late 70s, 80s, right? But the, it's it's a, it's a thing where it's like the there's some the early ones I think are pretty good they're kind of interesting they're because they're new they're kind of groundbreaking in that way and then like sure. a lot of other ones just go oh we can do that too and then they just sort of try to like like Aaron said like ramp up the murdering in new and creative ways. And so the thrill comes from like the unexpected surprise of how somebody becomes killed, but yeah. not necessarily from anything else. Well, these things become, they become tropes pretty easily because it, they, yeah. they for, formulaically you're like, Oh, uh, this isn't that hard. They're scary, mysterious person running around stabbing people. But like actually to be done really well. Yeah. And there are definitely movies that do do it well. And then there are other movies that do it badly, like all tropes. Right. And it's, I can definitely see where a person would enjoy it. Right. I'm not saying that nobody should enjoy this. Right. I want that to be clear because I feel like I, I sound like that sometimes. Right. Like, but I feel like I get why people would do it. It's just not for me. You know, yeah. I don't know. Aaron, do you have any other thoughts? I mean, like, I I get why people are into it. Um, you know, some people. Oh, I, oh, oh, what's his name? Movie director uh, Rob Zombie. Um, that yes. kind of like mixture of like horror, but like really weird. Um, I know there's like a big like not market, but like cult following for stuff like that. Um, uh, these last few movies, especially with the Michael Myers series. Um, it's just kind of it felt like it's been running on fumes of where it's like, oh, people still want to come see slasher films. So just pump out what, what we can. And that's kind of why there were so many Jason movies. That's true. They're also very cheap to make. Yeah. yeah right. This was originally, one, like like one of the first films that was sh- shot like that. Um, yeah. Where it was really, really uh, uh cheap I, I don't know it's one of one of those first ones that came out like that or at least it was in that same time frame where you had several coming out yeah, yeah. and so like a lot of films like that you know they're they're easy to make you can pump out a lot of them and people will go there'll always be some sort of market for it um i never liked any of like the scream series um oh yeah i forgot like about them. things like that um the only kind of movie that i watched but not like all of them was the jason series which is the friday the 13th friday the 13th series um i maybe watched like the second and third one at best but i i kind of liked that that vibe of 
but it kind of was also copy and paste of like, oh, there's a big silent murdery person and you know chase after you and oh look here's a big silent murdery person chasing after you and oh look there's a big silent murdery person chasing after you <laughs> yeah um, the, those movies kind of became meh i don't like i'm not a big horror movie person um when paranormal activities came out i didn't want to see it um the mo- we watched the movie uh last year um the it's a horror movie called hereditary yo that's that that was freaky um but again i don't do well with horror movies because i it's either a super predictable or it's just like oh like oh, i can let my guard down and that my heart's racing so yeah. <laughs> um, i'm just not i'm just not a big fan of those um the halloween movies that we have or the halloween movie singular that, that we've been watching in class is a uh, paranorman that clay oh yeah animation movie. yeah it's actually really good. It's actually got a really good story to it. Um, it's got a really good um, like plot, and it's got like a really interesting twist. And it's not like a typical like horror movie. It's kind of it pl- plays off of that um, that theme and everything. And so it, it just takes a different twist and kind of has a happy ending. Um, and so I like I like things like that where it's like Halloween based, but it's not the normal like uh hocus pocus love that even though that's more like oh, yeah. kids halloween <laughs> but as far as like slasher i mean eh it it just it just doesn't do it for me yeah quick quick side note here um the original halloween movie uh with mike myers came out in 1978 ah oh, see okay was, was written in 2 weeks Shot for less than twenty days and was done with three hundred and twenty thousand dollars. Well, there you go. Wow! And the God. modern one was, I think, also written in like a month, and then uh, <laughs> had a budget of only twenty million. When most films are like sixty and up, so still, wow, shockingly low budget. What was? Yeah. What was the series with Bruce Campbell, Evil Dead? Yeah, Evil Dead. That was like shot with like. 20 bucks maybe like it got, got feels like it now yeah. it's gonna get us some hate but because a lot of people like yeah, that movie but like i um i i do remember I, I mean i can't remember like what year but when like the blair witch project came out oh man like, that's a whole how, different animal yeah, right? yeah that's like that that was was a big game changer and that freaked me out for the longest time um mostly because you know growing up in with woods around us never really put me at ease so true um but yeah that i th- I felt like that was a fun one so that movie is like gets bonus points the blair witch project movie because that when that come out 98 99 2000 somewhere in there 99 2000 maybe nah. i feel like that might be right um that movie is weird because like yeah 99 was it 99 okay that's kind of what i felt like i felt like that was right uh there's a whole weird deal with that movie that it like when it came out if you weren't really like aware right it was kind of weird because it was marketed to you as like a like legitimately true story yeah Found right? footage, right? Yeah. Found footage. So it was like, oh yeah, no, this is real. And so 1998, like we're talking like the baby internet, 
you know yes i have and (laughs) and so like the website and all the stuff was like no it's just like it was so ambiguous like on purpose that a lot of people were really questioning like well is is this actually real and i know that's like the whole purpose of the found footage genre but they pulled it off to a level that's just like astounding right and it's just kind of like the right place right time kind of scenario because you know you couldn't do that like today right but with baby internet uh you you get like you know that was the whole deal and it worked man because people ate that up and it was a huge like cultural thing for a little bit you know yeah, I mean, they really did everything they could to kind of merge the old and new ways. Like, I very vividly remember uh, the, the web presence that it had, even kind of stumbling across things, even years later and looking at it and knowing that, like, the marketing they did behind that with a, like, the quality of photos that they would leave around, or even some members of the production crew went around to local college campuses and, like, posted missing. F- person uh oh, yeah of that yeah of the that. people who were in the film <laughs> yeah and so it just became this thing of like there were so many little moving pieces that everybody heard or knew about something different which to me made it all the more real because that's how actual stories moved back then um, yeah everybody got a little piece or had information you kind of had to build it and put it together um without seeing the whole thing so it really did a lot in the psyche as far as just like the buildup to it to make it worth something that was a lot more than just the, you know, the movie. Yes, I agree. So that, that is just like a special like bonus of like, what on earth is happening? <laughs> yeah. I remember it was just being crazy. And I do remember like, I don't know, maybe it's cause I was younger and all that stuff sort of combined. Like I was legitimately like kind of freaked out by the movie when the first time I saw it, I was like, Oh my God. I don't know if it holds up. I don't know if it would still be like that, especially now that you know, like all the stuff, but uh, it's time. Yeah. It's got a whole different vibe to it. So that's a, a different one. It's kind of like a different brand of horror movie. You know, like I said, like there are other like genres and stuff, but like the slasher one never really, never really hit off. Some of the other ones are okay, but I guess, I don't know. It's just not something that appeals to me. Cause I know some people like that feeling of like mm-hmm. being scared. Like it, it's like a rush or whatever, you know, and I just am not a person that does that. So I don't know. They just never have clicked with me for that reason, I guess. Uh, however, on, on the note of quote unquote, scary movies that I find just the best and they're the greatest thing of all time are like quote scary horror movies from like the late 50s early 60s oh man <laughs> these things are marvelous uh and just for your viewing pleasure there's like tons of them on youtube because they're all like out of copyright or whatever so they just they just exist <laughs> oh. online so you can watch like movies like the brain eaters or <laughs> crab people or whatever, or like mm-hmm. the monster of Piedras Blancas. That's a good one. Nice. Right. Or like <laughs> all these like really crazy, like 
monstery type movies from the, the late fifties, early sixties. Yeah. There's some gems in there. Let me tell you what, <laughs> they are pretty great. Uh, <laughs> they're also, a lot of them are like an hour long. <laughs> so just, but that's what makes they, it even better, right? Yeah. They're made by like these random small studios, kind of like region and released like regionally as part of like double features at drive in movies, you know? And so there's like a bunch that were just made in like Texas or like the Midwest or like wherever, you know? And then they were just like double feature drive in movies that nobody really cared about, you know? And there's so that, that that always definitely means that there's one good one and one like eh, one that was shown together. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and there is an yeah. other one. There's another one, <laughs> which is nice. But they do still have the exciting trope of like, no, don't worry, I'll go. Like, yeah. what? It's uh, a giant crab monster. Why would you do that? Why? I don't understand. Do you, do you know what you're doing? Because I'm <laughs> going to bet you you don't. <laughs> yes, you don't have any idea. So I've seen some really great ones online. I watched them over the summer, just like randomly, because I wasn't doing anything. Uh-huh. Uh There are some gems in there. There's also some ones that are like, no, no, <laughs> <laughs> like heart, the heart wasp old. lady or whatever. That one was not yeah. so good. <laughs> I can't remember the name of the one. There was one that was like in Texas and there was like, it was some sort of like giant, like, Oh, an oversized giant thing. I don't remember what it was though. That one was pretty good. I'll have to try to see if I can dig through and find out what which that one was. <laughs> Send links. Yeah, I'll try. Uh, I'll try to do that later. I'll do some research uh, tomorrow this weekend and try to send you some links because I don't remember all where I found all of these. Uh, but there's a couple of YouTube channels that just like blast them up there because, nice. you know, why not? They're, yeah, they're, you know, out of copyright and you can watch exciting <laughs> 50s uh, horror movies. Again, it's like the monstery ones that are hilarious. Like, oh no, oh, super yeah. secret giant blank thing that lives in the woods. It's just like an actual Gila monster. It was something about Gila monster. Yeah, it was like a giant Gila monster. Oh, and they did that thing where it was just like a real Gila monster, but they just what? filmed it differently. Perspection. Yeah, the force perspective. perspective. Yeah, <laughs> and then just Those like, are the best. Kind of like isn't that, isn't that the original? Um, uh, didn't the original journey to the center of the earth do that? Um, I think so. Where they, where they took lizards and like put like they taped like, you know, horns onto them. Yeah. Those ones. Yeah. Oh, it's really, it's legitimately just called the giant Gila monster. I just oh, found it. Well, that's even better. Here we go. It's brilliant. Yes. yes. Hold on. I'm <laughs> Oh man! I mean, granted, like I'm looking at this right now. Okay, but we have to keep in mind. I'm sending this. I'm going to text you guys this. This is from the. This is a screenshot from the original. Um, oh no! Uh, oh no! I can't send. 1959. Uh, uh, why can't I send this? Oh no! I don't know. Oh no! This is not working. This is not good. No bueno. Okay. Uh, let me copy this. Anyway, yes. Uh, where they? So yours is just called the. Uh, what was yours? The, the giant Gila monster. monster. It also has a subplot about 
got like car dudes in it. So obviously that's brilliant, right? Like, <laughs> perfect. But it's great. Yes. Here's a picture of it, like destroying the barn. <laughs> oh yeah. That's even better. I don't know what that one is you said, but that's great. That is, that is from the 1959 journey to the center of the earth. Oh, yes. <laughs> Beautiful. I, I love it so much. Yes. <laughs> For those listening, it is, it is a forced perspective of a, um, I don't know, like a red painted monitor lizard uh, that looks gigantic. And then people are, sitting in a looks like a golden dish i don't know like a teacup and uh it's coming over the side toward, towards them and they're looking tiny and, and uh, scared i don't know why they're in a teacup that's a little bit weird i don't remember that part of the movie but Not I, either. I need to <laughs> you anyway. know anyway oh, i didn't like that one I was going to send you a picture of this giant Gila monster thing, but it didn't like the picture I found. It was like, no, you can't use that one. Come on. Why are you being mean like that? But yeah, this one is like, it's a giant Gila monster. Uh, it's probably some sort of, obviously, uh, radiation, right? Because that's all 50s movies are like radiation. But it's just like a Gila monster, and it's like out in the woods. <clears throat> and they do that classic thing where like, oh, no. Uh, have you seen so and so? Like mm-hmm. nobody has seen them for many days. <laughs> oh no! Where could they possibly have been? And then they go. There we go. There, there's a picture for you. Mm. In glorious black and white See? magic. Exactly. Of Gila monster doom with the Gila great- <laughs> monster next to literally toy cars. <laughs> yes, it's great. Oh. It eats a train at some point. I think uh, that's pretty cool. Not eats it, but it like destroys some kind of train. That's fun. Yeah, love these, that. These are, the, these are the films people should be watching these days. I think they're hilarious. No, they're good. They're always so funny. I enjoy them just because they are so like silly. And I also wonder when I watch these movies, I wonder like <clears throat> at a drive-in theater in 1959 was anybody like legitimately scared to watch yeah. this that's yeah. what i want to know for some of them right if you were watching the monster of piedras blancas right and you saw this like weird fishman thing <laughs> what was it scary i don't know the answer to this question i don't know mm-hmm. and i it's it's i don't know it's interesting to me because like i want to know if people actually were afeared by this kind of stuff or if it was just like eh, yeah you know whatever like <laughs> i find it interesting i because I, it's some of it you kind of look at and you go there's no way people could actually be afraid of this. But then you got to remember it's 1959. It's very different, right? Yeah, I know. But and I, yeah, exactly. And going, cause I go, well, surely they know that's just, just like, that's just like a monitor lizard, right? Like everyone, you can see that. Right. But I don't know how many people were exposed to what a, what a monitor lizard or a Gila monster looked like. So 
just maybe see yeah. a really big one. Like I, again, like I don't know, like I have my exposures cause I, 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 I too have a hard time looking at that and just seeing anything other than, well, obviously that's a lizard. So like, right. Like, like everyone gets, yeah. but at the same time going, I don't like the 1950s, very different time. A lot of things going on in the world. <laughs> like it's sure. Maybe they, maybe it was mostly just impressed that that was happening at all. I don't know. Maybe. Right. Like, Ooh, this is so crazy that they're actually, you know, how do they get that giant heel monster to stand behind that guy? Could be some of that, an element of that as well. But I, I, I definitely find it interesting. Like if I wonder what it was like to see that kind of stuff for like the first time, <laughs> you know, like what was it like when you saw that movie, you know, mm-hmm. cause like scary things have been around forever. Like that's the, that's a movie thing. That clearly people like it, right? Clearly there's a huge market for it because it's been around since like silent films, like, like launch did those like scary silent movie things, right? Like the Wolfman or whatever, you know, <clears throat> And there's been an evolution of like scary movies throughout the history of cinema, you know, with a classic like MGM, like monster movies, like the Bela Lugosi, like Dracula or like the Frankenstein movies <clears throat> with the, the Boris Karloff ones, you know? Yeah. They're like hugely popular movies. And so, and then, you know, weird monster movies, like the giant Gila monster. <laughs> Clearly there's a market for this. Clearly there's something about that, that people enjoy. Otherwise you wouldn't have been making it since the history of (laughs) movies. Like the the Nosferatu. That's like one of the first movies ever made. (laughs) It's a crazy vampire movie. (laughs) Well, and maybe that, maybe that really does. Cause I, I mean, you've even, it, it even happens a lot sooner than that of, you know, we started off by talking about things like uh, uh, slasher films and how they kind of very quickly become not scary. And so I guess it would be very, very interesting to go in and do a dive into each one of those movies and go like culturally, what was going on at this time this movie came out that is what freaked people out. Like if you would go back and I, you know, I, even, even cause like there's the effects that surely, surely you can see through, but what more would there have been there to have, you know, whether it was fears of the unknown or fears of, um, you know, a changing demographic or a changing whatever, or as you know, as you said in the 1950s, like everything radiation, like if, if it would tapped into that strong enough, I think it would, it would probably be legitimately scary. And then we look back at it and go, well, I'm not scared of those things anymore. So like, why, why would it be, why, why would you be scared of that at all? Yeah. I think there's definitely some kind of like, you know, cultural zeitgeist that gets yeah. lost in translation when you're watching a movie like that from the fifties, because you're right, you know, in the fifties, like to be honest, like, even though it's kind of painted as a time of like, Oh, everything was rosy and wonderful. Like the reality is like, Oh no, everyone was actually afraid of being completely destroyed at any second with nuclear weapons. Right. That was kind of like the, the over arcing, uh, cultural phenomenon that was occurring for decades. Right. So like, 
you know, people were already kind of scared of stuff. So then, if there's a giant Gila monster in the woods who's eating your friend and wrecked his car, oh no, who could it be? Right? Like, maybe it is more, uh, or maybe it's a release for that fear that you have and it puts it somewhere else, you know, instead of the, like an escapism type of situation. You know what I mean? Maybe that's it. Maybe you're taking your fears, just your fears that you have of general, and then you can dump them into this one thing and sort of release somehow through that. Maybe yeah. it's like cathartic almost, you know? Hmm. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think too, uh, ther- cathartic or therapeutic um, in a way of of being able to see, okay, this is everything that embodies something that I am afraid of. So, uh, either facing that or seeing how it's dealt with or seeing it in an unrealistic light to help you mitigate some of your fears around it. But there are lots of those. I think of in a lot of the, just a lot of the films where whether it's, um, you know, this, there's, they're speaking out against this fear of isolation or even, as basic as like urban sprawl and being spread out and disconnected from people. So it's like trying to use some of these um, things that you encounter every day to speak to maybe more basic fears of being isolated and alone. And then like, okay, now, then we're going to set it in the, in an urban sprawl where everything's the same and nobody's connected and nobody knows any neighbors. And then this scary thing happens. And like, so there are these, there's the, there's what's actually being displayed. Then there's obviously the, the, the meta conversation that's happening going on in the background about it, trying to use as, as with all things in, in media and especially in film um, metaphors and uh, uh, speaking in, in new ways uh, to, 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 you know, scratch some of those, those basic, basic fears. Yeah. I think you're right. And his fear is like a very like, you know, it's one of the base, like prevalent emotions that everybody can connect with. Well, it's very in, personal in some too. way, you know. Yeah. yeah. So, I think that's that's probably another reason that so many people enjoy it, right? Just because it is such a, you know, a deep feeling mm-hmm. that everybody can connect with somehow. So perhaps that's another reason where it comes from, you know people enjoy that <clears throat> yeah you have good so. connection with others and some commonality mm-hmm. makes sense well here we go Accidental psychological dissection of the <laughs> horror movie genre. This is this has been good. Yeah, no. Uh, for, for more discourse on, uh, just tune in next week. Uh, yes. <laughs> well, uh, I don't know if there's a, a transition there into the the book chapters that we were uh, to read or not read, uh, but maybe. <laughs> I'm sure somewhere, maybe. Uh, you know, fear. There's lots of deep emotions happening oh, here. Man. Speaking of deep emotions, oh, it's the outsiders, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Hey, thanks for that.
Brandon's, found it. Brandon's transition. <laughs> found it. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, so we, uh, this is continuing on our series of the Outsiders. Uh, last we were here, we were just wrapping up chapters four and five. So we're on to six and seven now. Did I read just six and seven? Spoilers for in a minute. Chapter seven feels like. Oh. 75 years of book. It's oh my so gosh. it's the weirdest. We were we were blitzing through these chapters so fast with four like two, three, four, five, six, and then seven was like seven like what? slams you into a wall, and it's the weirdest like mid-book exposition dump I've ever encountered. It's like where what? Where did this chapter come from? What is going on? I, I kind am- of Okay, we'll get to it in a second, but like I kind of see, I understand why it's there. Like it kind of makes sense, but it's also like, well, your momentum just drops. You're just like, Bleh. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm exactly the same way, and it, it really, I, I found myself, I'm reading on, on my phone, but I was just like. Like I was still swiping over to see like what how, how many how many is that much is left more things is in this thing and it just oh, it didn't it didn't end so chapter chapter seven is the only chapter so far that I have not read in one sitting nice because there's a couple in the paper version there's like those big double space pots between like sections you know yeah you know I'm talking about yeah uh, I stopped at every single one of those and put it down. <laughs> I was like, I can't read. This is what the heck is going. I don't like this. <laughs> this is actually so weird. It was. It was. I yeah yeah. So last we read with chapter five, we had a we had a rat, we had a mole, we had a the spy. And there was Cherry, and we hypothesized what could she possibly. And then we immediately don't find out anything about that. Nope. <laughs> immediately nothing. Just yep. She is. yeah the beginning of chapter six is like yep it's true anyway um like okay well that's cool i i imagine it might be well i mean we find out a little bit about it later right we get some like but just very indirectly from some like other stuff yeah right because we hear about what she says to people and all that but like no direct payoff it's like "Eh, all right anyway uh what the Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and we get again because we're dealing with a 14-year-old. Um Dally's like, "Man, she sure does hate me." And Dally's like, "No, she was afraid of loving you." <laughs> yeah. You're like, "Guys, there's some more pressing issues happening right now. Can we focus on that maybe?" Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, and th- again, this is getting back to Oh, man, this with the moment whenever like all the the po- poetic stuff where it's like I I literally laughed out loud every time I read these kind of sentences where he's like, so 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 Cher- Cherry the 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 cheerleader, <clears throat> the Soch was trying to help us. No, it wasn't Cherry the Soch who was helping us. It was Cherry the Dreamer who watched sunsets. Oh, yeah, and couldn't stand fights. <laughs> and I'm like, yes. Oh oh my gosh! Just get you know, just just it's. She's just a person, okay? Like, stop, stop with the categories. Like, yeah. Well, it's the 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 major theme of this book is like, you know, the whole like we're not that different deal. Oh yeah. And this okay. is just like the like a a random like 
shoehorning of like, oh, hey, remember that? Remember how we're not that blam, like right in your eyeball. Exactly. Like, yeah. <laughs> it was, it's because it was so heavy handed that was just like, no, not that person. But, yeah. uh, but again, I think back to the number of times of like a middle schooler or even a high schooler of struggling with, oh, yeah, with, yeah. with friends and people of being like, oh, no, that person wouldn't do that. But maybe the other side of them would, or yeah. or or coming to realization that people are not just black and white. They don't just act a certain way, and forevermore there they shall act. Right? Like it's realizing yeah. that there's complexity to people that they have different motivations depending on their days, and so it's just it's seeing it phrased like this. I can just imagine. It, you know, I, I have my the way I have him say that in my head, but it's like no, like that's that's part of understanding the complexity of people is that yeah. is these kind of phrases. No, it wasn't that person; it was the other person. That's the same person. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah, I would agree with that. <clears throat> uh, then next, immediately following that, and all of this like weeks of struggle, Johnny goes. Uh, you know what? I think we should just go back and turn ourselves in. You're like, what? <laughs> what? Uh-huh. Then what? Why did we have all of chapter five? Why were you standing there for weeks, like staring at bologna sandwiches? Like, what is all this? He's just, I mean, he kind of goes, yeah, it's not real fair to pony. And I don't want to lay in this church anymore because I'm cold. So I'm going to turn myself in. You're like, that's an abrupt turn. And you could tell that because Dally is even like, what? What? Yeah. What the heck, Probably man? You could have saved us a lot of trouble. <laughs> yeah, he's kind of mad, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and they uh <clears throat> and then, you know, we again, we get some some humanity here. D- Johnny just wants to know did his parents miss him? And oh, yeah. Dally is really? a little I think a little hesitant to like he's 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 angry that Johnny's asking about that at this point. Yeah, he's like, is he's like, you know, obviously no. Like, what are you, what are you talking about? Like, no, they don't care, and and you can really see of like Johnny going. I've been through so much. There's all this stuff going on, and yet, and yet, yeah. So he, yeah, he still wants that, and he's still looking for it, even though it's never happening. No, nope. so that's also a real thing. You know, oh, looking yeah. for looking for acceptance from people that are not going to give it to you ever. But like, you know, that's a whole other deal. It does, you know, but fits with his character at least. It's definitely not out of character. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not, and it's it's again him trying to this all you know looking for for acceptance and him thinking maybe this is finally the the one time or finally the thing that'll do it and yeah. um, not even this one and. They uh, continue driving out, uh, and with Dally scolding and and uh, Pony being like, "Nope, not touching that. Nope, we're not. Uh, yeah, we're not. <laughs> yeah. We're anyway, you're quiet. So we're just gonna go try to, you know, try to untangle this mess. You know, they've been hiding. They've kind of come. They both don't like life on the run. They've decided. Okay, well, you know, cherries." sticking up for us. Some other people, they might, you know, oh. they'll be able to say this was self-defense. So let's go home. Right. It's kind of yeah. where we are. Oh, oh I, oh, I will say we have that humanizing moment of again of, of pony realizing that, that Dally is not all he's cracked up to be right. When Dally says, 
I don't want you to get hardened in jail. I don't want that to happen to you like it happened to me. Oh, yeah. And Pony realizing like, oh, like Johnny used to be different. Or sorry, uh, Dally used to be different. Dally's, you know, Dally's caring for somebody else beyond himself because he realizes his life isn't the way it it should be or it could be better. And and again, this 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 theme of striking over and over of people are not set in stone what you see right now developed over a long time and there are there are consequences right there are these are these are people with with a past yeah because that's what he talks about he's like suddenly i could you know uh i suddenly thought of dally in jail at age 10 yeah dally growing up in the streets like not the dally that he sees before him now Mm -hmm. but as he perhaps once was and he started yeah Yeah. and then he became this person yeah so that was that's kind of interesting yeah and then they round the corner and there's a um a church on fire yeah so apparently this part confused me because the super secret hideout that no one ever goes to is full of children on a school trip you're like what what Uh, (laughs) why why are they there what's going on (laughs) from what i understand this church is like out in the middle of nowhere like on top of a hill in the woods and there's a bunch of school children there on some sort of like trip right i don't even know if they like picnic or a picnic i don't really understand why you go to creepy church in the wood to have a picnic aaron's that oklahoma thing people do that do you go to churches in the wood to have a picnics You'd be surprised. Okay. okay. <laughs> At least we know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So they, uh, Johnny and, and Pony just bust in and uh, scramble towards the back to get them. And they were all, it was very interesting because they you know, said, found four or five little kids about eight years old or younger and i'm going yeah well you guys aren't like a whole heck of a lot older than them but i guess you know so it's like kids and kids in this situation. well yeah i mean there is a big difference between a 14 year old and a eight year old yes right? i know so but like, yeah yes yes in that moment but like also from the grand perspective here going again this is all just this is all kids working together here yeah and that you do get some like I don't really know. Like, it's interesting that both Johnny and Pony are just like, there's no hesitation. They're just like, boom, they're in there. Johnny's even grinning at the dude, right? And that the teacher who's trying to come with him, and he's like laughing about the fact that he couldn't come into the window. Yeah. Because Pony's like, was he too scared? Johnny's like, nah, too fat. It's fat. And yeah. then he like smiles. <laughs> like, wait, what? Is this? All right, whatever. But they have this like weird, like almost just sort of out of body. Like they don't, it's hard to know. Like, is this, it's kind of a mo- another moment of like, is this a glimpse of like who they really are as people? Like their facade is finally dropped the whole greaser. I'm tough and I'm not scared. It's like in this moment of crisis is gone completely. Yeah. And you can see the type of people that they actually are. Yeah. Um, I- Pony says, that was the only time I can think of when I saw him without that defeated, suspicious look in his eyes. He looked like he was having the time of his life. Yeah. Yeah. Where they, yeah, that real, that true nature that that's coming out or 
their 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 purpose in that moment at least and you can see at least when i'm reading this it's like all of the burdens and things that they were scared about three seconds prior to this mean absolutely nothing to them and all the weight that they have been carrying as you said like the facade and all this that's all gone because they are so literally in the moment right now that it's not in it's not affecting even the the look on their face or the way they hold their shoulders yeah exactly and they so they go in they grab the kids they like fling them out the window and they're coming out right coming out johnny shoves pony out the window uh, but then Johnny is stuck inside. Major spoilers. This is like the big turning point in the book so far. So far. Johnny stuck inside the church. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, interestingly, you have Pony like wants to go back in for him. Dally gets really mad at him. Like punches him in the head so hard it knocks him out. So that Pony won't go in after him. Uh-huh. And then Dally goes in after him. <laughs> <laughs> so you're like, uh, okay, I mean, I get that you're trying to look after a pony, but like, you know, you're trying to accomplish the same goals here, apparently. So I don't know why you're fighting him. But yeah, but yeah, he does that. He decks pony, the classic, like, you can't stop me. So he like whacks him right in the face. And then yes, I can. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's like, yeah, I can punch him in the back of the head, I guess. And then, uh, we find out later after pony wakes up in the ambulance that Dally busted in and got Johnny out of there. Mm-hmm. But in so doing, they are both, uh, in a bad way, right? They're not, uh, not great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and he's and Pony's talking with a uh, uh, firefighter, uh, just a general, a man. Uh, uh, I think I he's the. Isn't it one of the teacher guys? Teachers? Isn't it a teacher guy? He's in the ambulance with him. His name's like Jerry or whatever. I don't yeah, know. yeah. And on the way to the ambulance, and Johnny's or Pony's like, I'm going to the. You know, I, I did. I've done bad stuff, and basically just confesses to basically. Oh everything. yeah, <laughs> Every, everything. And the guy's and, like, "Well, we'll worry about that later." <laughs> yeah, it's like, you'll be fine. Yeah, but it's interesting. Uh, again, of this, of this, to to Pony. Obviously, all of the stuff that all of his past is very, very important, and it means a lot. It's definition to who he is. And Jerry's just like. Yeah, I don't know anything about that. Thanks for saving the kids. Uh, you're going to be fine. And, yeah. And John and Pony's like, we're greasers, though. People don't like greasers. Oh, yeah. that's. I think that's the epitome of that conversation. Because he's like, we're greasers. And the guy's like, you're what? what you <laughs> like, he has no idea what they're talking about. So, that... <laughs> I know. That, that's, like, sad and funny, kind of all at the same time. Right? Because, like... Uh-huh. You have this, your whole identity is wrapped up in this, like, one thing, and then, like, somebody else has no idea what you're talking about. So, it's, uh-huh. you can kind of see how unimportant it is to people on the outside. Yeah. Because they're like, I don't know what you're talking about, right? You have this, like, view of yourself, and you're like, oh, I am so important, I'm this thing, and it means the world. And then somebody else sees the same thing and goes, what? What? <laughs> right? That's, like mildly defeating as well oh, you know yeah, it's <clears throat> actually not mildly it's like soul crushing because <laughs> you have this like 
weird you know just this huge split and like the thing that's the most important to you and defines you as a person somebody else has no idea what you're talking about and i've never heard of a greaser before so it's kind of like wow okay uh that's oh dang like i think that was the most impactful moment in this whole chapter for me it was just like (laughs) pony's whole identity is being this thing and this dude's like i've never even heard of that i don't know what you're talking about i know wow okay yeah so it was it's it's a very fast moment but it's caught up in this discussion of of him trying to of of pony trying to say like no this is a really big deal you know we're we've done all this stuff and blah blah and just poor again poor jerry you're right just being like well okay cool um you're gonna be fine and (laughs) just like totally blitzes past it because it's not important to him yeah it's again this yeah this it's, it's like to the to the person like it's very soul crushing but Again, we're 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 growing here in our space and view of the world. So it's like, yeah, Jerry doesn't care. So not everybody is so concerned about you being a greaser as you think they should be. Yeah, because Jerry doesn't even know what that is. Yeah. Uh, it also comes back. So they do that. They go through there. <laughs> they do all that stuff. The next part, they're in the hospital, right? Uh, they're waiting. <laughs> they're waiting there, and then Jerry once again is uh assaulting Pony's identity because Pony's like trying to smoke like a chimney and Jerry's like you shouldn't do that you're like I don't know too young or something and and Pony's like wait what because he's like I was was five you're like whoa oh no yeah he says he literally says I had never thought about it yeah everyone does everyone does and yeah and it just yeah again yeah exactly of like all these little things all these i'm not gonna say little but all these things who you are piecing together as part of your identity and like really clinging and holding on to either need some more context or or can be assessed and i think to, to me that was this one of like oh you mean like i can look at something that i hold dear and decide to change it that's a new thought. Like I didn't even yeah. know it was possible. Yes. Like this thing that defines me. Like I doesn't have to be the thing that defines me if I don't want it to be. Yeah. Interesting. Right. And then Derry and Soda come and then there's crying and sadness and Pony realizes that he was a jerk face and that Derry actually loves him and they reconcile in the doorway. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's kind of the end of this chapter. Right? That's kind of how it ends. Yeah. Yeah. That again, uh, yeah, he says that he'd lose another person that he loved, like he had lost like Dally had lost sorry, the Derry had lost the their parents. And this thought had never occurred to Pony. Yes. Uh, yes. You know, again, we're growing in their view of the world. Yeah. Here. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> and then we get to the worst chapter ever. This oh, is, man. I don't, I don't. It feels like it's apparently, I'm looking at this in my book, it's 18 pages of just pure slog. <laughs> and I didn't really, it's not enjoy, I didn't really, it wasn't interesting again until like the last like two pages. Yeah. Right. So like, exactly. basically, I'm not going to harp on about this too much. 
but we're he's home he's doing his thing he's just like talking to everybody and we just get these like massive dumps about people's life like all of a sudden it's revealed like oh yeah by the way uh i love running track you're like what 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 did that get you waited till page 104 to tell me that you're a track athlete that smokes 70 packs of cigarettes a day <laughs> what apparently <laughs> yeah well yeah because all, all all before this from page 100 to 104 they're in the hospital and like just like i don't know whatever and then they decide to leave and go home and then yeah and yeah then, and then we get the whole like Oh, we make breakfast. This is how we eat. These are our favorite things to eat for breakfast. We love chocolate chocolate cake cake. for breakfast. (laughs) We all like our eggs different ways. And I had never thought things I'd never thought about. Um, I had never particularly thought about if somebody asked you how you take your eggs to say sandwich, right? I was not. You know, uh, we all like our eggs differently. I like them hard. Derry likes them in a bacon and tomato sandwich. And then Soda, for some reason, eats his with grape jelly. So these people are just bizarre humans. I don't know. I know, like, who who, who says I'll have sandwich eggs? Like, I don't... Yeah, how do you take your eggs on a bacon and tomato sandwich? Like, That's I mean, not... that does sound good, but, like, that was not... I didn't know that was an option to a... say... <laughs> so in a brief brief side cut uh aaron do you like eggs and how do you like what's your favorite way to eat them please, please oh. sandwich. is it in a sandwich well um i don't know if it constitutes as a sandwich is when i put like i have bread avocado toast and i like i put an egg on frying pan or skillet and I flip it over and I put that on on the bread with the avocado and then put cheese and um, sriracha on it. Is that a sandwich? Ah, uh, it's like an open face sandwich. We'll yeah, it. those are dope. So, um, yeah, I, from what little I read um, of jumping from um, church to hospital to kind of normal life, I was like, wait, what? Like this is the one that like I like I truly sat down and like read read and then when I did read it I was like, <sighs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I felt the same way yeah. about chapter seven. <laughs> so I I still am trying to mentally process it um, of kind of where things really um, you know leave and then you know you know so sort of just guys after all and it's like what 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 are you what what are you talking about so I don't know I. I, I read, I skimmed, I briefed. I was like, nah, I can't make sense of it. I, my head hurts. So, Fair enough. Fair Chapter enough. 7 made my head hurt as well. So I cannot fault you for any of those sentences at all. No. <clears throat> Before we return, Colin, how do you eat eggs? Or do you eat eggs? I do eat eggs over easy. Okay. Ah, all, nice. Almost. I, yeah, over easy. Um, yeah, if I'm ordering eggs, it's over easy. Okay, very good. Because you gotta have you gotta have you, toast with them though. Yeah, yeah generally, uh, usually I just have, yeah fried like over easy eggs, mostly. Nice, but um, now I'm gonna say sandwich, right? I'm gonna. Say <laughs> <laughs> I I would no. might as well. Yeah. Yeah. So. I, yeah. There's a weird. Yeah. It, there's an in, weird interlay here 
where some friends come over and then like Pony is like weirdly terse and angry with them for interrupting his morning, I guess. And he's like kind of annoyed that they're there. He's like, you would have thought I was been gone five years instead of five days. Uh, and like they, he spills his eggs. I don't know. This was a very weird interaction between him and some people where like he was mildly annoyed that his friends were over trying to talk to him because he yeah. was like busy cleaning and making breakfast. Yeah. Well, he was trying to like, I guess he was weirdly trying to like make up and be nice for dairy and soda by guess, sure. not waking them up and making them late for work. I guess that was his plan. I don't really know. I also forgot that Steve was a person, right? So I had to be like, Steve, Steve, who the heck oh, is yeah. Steve? Oh yeah. Like I forgot he existed. Um, cause he's like just a random dude in this story. So Steve comes in, you're like, who the heck is Steve? What? <laughs> I forgot. <clears throat> so yeah, it's like them coming over. There's a whole thing about like how the door's never locked because people should just come over. They talk about how they love chocolate milk. They drink some chocolate milk. They're getting ready to go to the work. Pony mentioned something about again. Uh, oh, I should probably quit smoking because I can't run track. You're like what? And then uh, he says something about a nightmare, and you're like, oh, and Derry's like, what? Uh, <clears throat> and so apparently he has nightmares that terrify him. And then, uh, and then uh, that's like a big, huge point. And then it's in a, two paragraphs. It's they're back to talking about something else. So you're like, wait, it's not what? a point anymore. What are you talking about? <laughs> Why you keep doing it? If that doesn't come back again, I'm gonna be really cross. Like I don't understand. Oh yeah, the very last page is like, and I never had that dream again. Yeah, probably like, dang it! There's like a mystery dream that he like wakes up like screaming, but he doesn't know why. <laughs> oh yeah, right. yeah. And then they're and then they're right back to like you said, like, oh, I've got to go work. Oh, shouldn't you stay home? Oh, I don't. Yeah, know. Steve. <laughs> can't you take him and then they were also worried about because they have to go to juvenile court and then right does that come has that come up yet uh, this? Uh, uh, yeah that's just right in this time he's like we gotta go and then yeah two bit and steve are like oh yeah well we'll stay here and babysit right it'll be fine like yeah yeah and then they go into yeah more like what it means to be like a greaser, right? And they go in. Oh, this is where they go and they go find Randy. Like, don't they go eat or something? Well, yeah. So they go eat. They go and they, uh, let's see. Yeah. They leave. They start talking about stuff. Uh, is it two bit? He tells a weird story about like, yeah, not getting mugged in an alley because like they were thugs, but he's also a thug. So they left him alone. Mm-hmm. That was weird. They clean the house. Uh, and then they go to the tasty go, freeze. The tasty freeze, yeah. They go get <laughs> cokes and cigarettes, obviously, because <laughs> Pony has to smoke like seventy-five packs a day. Oh, <laughs> uh, and the and, and guess what's trailing them at the tasty freeze? Oh, the gasp! Blue, it's a blue Mustang. blue Mustang. And oh, that's right, because they're getting ready. Everyone's getting ready for the big rumble, right? Uh, that's that's kind of a that, that comes yes. back up here because uh, two Cause bits. It's, like, it's tonight. It's tonight, right. and yes. two bits like, hey, Randy, nothing before the rumble. Remember, that's what we all agreed. 
And Randy's like, yeah, yeah, we just want to talk. And weird times. Uh, yes. And so now we have the weirdest part so far in this whole book, right? I, I think. Uh, at least it was slightly more interesting than the rest of the chapter. So there's that. Um, mm-hmm. He goes in. He's like, Randy's like, I don't want, I'm not going to hear start. I just want to talk to the kid. And he wants to talk to Pony. So they go and they sit in his car. And they have a little chat. <laughs> Very philosophical. Yes. Not about, uh, <laughs> about like motivations for like why he did it and, or why Pony saved the kids. And, uh, you know, he wouldn't have done that. And, well, yes, you would have, cause you know, that's the kind of person you are and not really cause I'm a social and, and then like, about the, like, oh, we're going to fight and people are going to get hurt and it's not going to change anything and we'll forget you won. And, and then, you know, I, it's not going to do any good. So I'm just going to load up my old Mustang and all my money and run away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You get some like, well, he's, so this is kind of weird. He's like really distraught. He was Bob's like best friend. Bob is the kid that is dead. That, yeah. Uh, Johnny. Johnny stabbed. Yeah. So he's all like, he's dead, blah, blah. And he goes on this really long tirade about like how Bob only ever just wanted someone to tell him no, but nobody, his oh parents gosh. never would. <laughs> right. Yeah. He would have just stopped if somebody would have told him no one time. Like, oh, well, that's, I don't know about that, but um, this is what, this is Randy's opinion. Mm-hmm. So he goes through there and he says, he kind of concludes this with, yeah, what you're talking about. He's like, so I'd fight if I thought it would do any good. I think I'm going to leave town, take my old Mustang and all the dough I can carry and get out. Pony responds with, well, running away won't help. And Randy says, yeah, I know, but you know, that's, I really, I don't want to fight cause I'm over this nonsense. Uh, and yeah. if I stay, that will be an outcast among my friends. So I must run, uh, <clears throat> you know, and then he remembers Cherry again. Things are rough all over. I knew what she meant. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I knew what she meant now. Oh, man. Oh, man. I love this. Then we get into the, again, this kind of like, oh, like overly, uh, uh, I don't know, where he says, uh, um, uh, Randy says, you, uh, you wouldn't help me. I'm a social. You get a little money and the whole world hates you. And then he, the pony responds with no. You hate the whole world. Yes. Oh man. Oh, so, <laughs> oh you're like, yo, you're so right. Oh, <laughs> hate the world. Yeah. As, uh, yeah. This whole like really bizarre exchange of just like, oh yeah, we're doing this thing. Uh, and Randy's not going to be at the rumble. Nope. And then, he gets out of the car and then that's the part that says that way you got uh, what's he say that way you could tell the other guy was human too yeah yeah so were just guys after all things uh-huh. were tough all over but it was better that way that way you could tell the other guy was human too so like oh, they've got it rough I've got it rough Ugh, don't you feel the connection we're all just like struggling man it's hard. Yeah. So, I mean, <clears throat> yeah, I, I would, yeah, this chapter was just all over the place and I didn't, it was such a, 
I don't know. So far, so this this was back to like chapter one territory, right? Remember, I didn't like chapter one. I yeah. didn't like this chapter for kind of all the same reasons, right? Two through six, we had like a very continuous story arc happening. We had like a very continuous progression. And then like chapter seven, it like breaks and you just get all this weird stuff. And like, I understand sort of why it's there. Like we do need it. Like in the timeline, like canonically, there is a downtime here because he's out of the hospital. Yep. The next big event isn't until tonight, the rumble. Right. Uh-huh. Which I assume it's not going to go well. Um, <clears throat> so there is like this day where there's just sort of nothing happening. So we just get to hear about it in the chapter where like nothing happens. <laughs> uh, yeah. You get to hear about cake and eggs. Um, yeah. And how two bit doesn't clean the house. Yeah. And, and about chores. Yeah. And you're chores. like, wow, that was, ooh, that was a good day. For sure. No, yeah. this this one definitely felt like uh many of these things. Cause again, I I I don't see the investment taken into people like Steve or uh That's true. Two bit. Um, I forgot Steve existed. Coming to fruition, coming to like mean anything to have moved this beyond again, unless they sit down and they're like at the end of the story, they're like, and we broke and we all made cake for each other, and I never had bad dreams together, and two bit clean the house. Like, none of this is getting wrapped up or yeah. brought back again. I mean, we'll and, see. Again, we have this weird, like, future pony boy telling us all about this story. So, there is some level of, like, I'm not entirely sure why he's doing it that way. Yeah. Who is he talking to in this story? Right? Sure. That might be that final revelation might in fact be quite important to a lot of this. It might help explain some of these things that are like bothering me. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Cause I hope so. You, you have to, I mean, that's kind of a way around it, right? You kind of, that's, that's how he's telling the story from that, like talking about the past perspective. So the reason I think some of those details are there, it feels like he's just sort of like, like, oh yeah, this 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 happened and this guy's here and this is all about him because you need to know about this because you know, maybe I haven't told you about him before. You know what I mean? That's kinda Yeah. You kinda get like a sense of that a little bit. So <clears throat> who is he talking to? Like that is that revelation might be important, I feel like. I don't know who it could be, but whoever it is, I think that, I think that will be important. The narration style, I think will kind of hopefully tie up some of that a little bit and it will kind of make it make a little more sense. Maybe I'm hoping <laughs> you've got a whole lot of hopes and prayers here, dude. Hey, you know, I'm, I'm trying to Eternally bring it back somehow. We've still got a few chapters left to find out. So 70 pages. Yeah. Uh, we only have four left, right? I think so. Yeah, because there's only twelve. Yep, so we're we're busting through them. Yeah, look at that. Doing well. Good. Yeah, I uh, I'm 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 interested to see what what the payoff is for for this chapter. Probably not. So that's why I'm going to read chapter eight and nine next time. All right. <laughs> we'll go from there. 
No, I uh, six is fine. Seven, I, seven was not. Seven's not fine. No, it's not. Same thing. So, oh. but again, it's gearing up for yeah. more, more like something. So maybe there, yeah, there's whatever resolution is going to happen. It only has four chapters left. Plus there's one big more, at least one large plot point that is looming on the horizon. So there is intrigue at least, uh, because I, by betting just the rumble's not really going to go just super well. It doesn't sound like an event that's just going to be happy fun times for anybody. So (laughs) we'll have to see, but yeah. Look, if the if, if so, we just slogged through chapter seven. If the rumble is like at this pace, the rumble is going to be like literally seven paragraphs, and then we're going oh, to no. so we have, I'm going to be so angry. But <laughs> it's just going to be him like dealing with the fallout for like yeah, because he's going to get twenty like, pages <laughs> or something, or like ah. some yeah, something happened, and then like, all these repercussions, and then you got to cut to his day in juvenile court and whatever. Oh, that's true. We do still have to have juvenile court time. We still got juvenile. We have to have some sort of like we hopefully will at least hear from Cherry again. That would be super helpful. That would right? be very nice to know what's yeah, going on. That would be good. Uh, we need to know about Johnny and Dally. Like, are they dead? Are they... I mean, I don't feel like Dally's dead. Johnny might be gone, but right. Dally's well, probably what's not his dead. Love, what's his life look like after that? Yeah. And <laughs> what... Uh, yeah, again. Yeah. Lots lot of things to... Or they did say a uh, slight plot point that we skipped over in the boring part. They did say Johnny is potentially paralyzed. Oh, right. Because, like, a big giant flaming ceiling beam landed on his back. back and kind of broke so. Yeah. Yeah, right. They were kind of like we're talking about how that would impact his, basically, his home life. Now he's at home and he can't leave. Anymore. Yes. So, Johnny's in a bad way. Yeah. Dally probably probably be fine. It'd be alright. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, we have lots of other characters. We have several other characters that we need to know a resolution for. Uh, and so we'll see how this chapters. goes. Four chapters. Four chapters left to find any resolution. How many times is the word sunset going to be mentioned in these last uh, four chapters? That's what well, I want. Just, it's, just straight, it's just all sunset. <laughs> look ahead. Flip the page. Uh, <laughs> all, it's just acrostics of sunset with more of the word of sunset. Perhaps. Perhaps. We'll find out. We'll find out. Very good. And uh, yeah, looking forward to it. And uh, hope you guys have a good rest of your evening. All right. You as well. Thank you very much. You do. Love you guys. Love you too. Love you too. Bye.